welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today we're here to do another film review. This one's going to be for El Camino, which is uh, the Breaking Bad film, which has now come out on Netflix. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you today? Very well, thanks. Good. Uh, so yeah, Breaking Bad is back and it's it's come and gone because uh, the film was obviously already released. Uh, there's no other episodes scheduled or anything like that. Um, yeah, obviously we can get into the future of Breaking Bad and everything like that uh, later on in the podcast. Um, but what did you think of El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie? I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I mean, it didn't really feel like a movie. It just felt like a two-hour-long episode of Breaking Bad, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you, that's fine with me. Absolutely fine. That's I, that's what I want. Uh, more of the same i i just really really liked it i thought it was a it was a lovely way of kind of rounding off that bit of um jesse's story mm-hmm. you know which i mean given how breaking bad ended which was basically him driving off into the distance I, you know it was one of those threads that you felt maybe was slightly left dangling and 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 this kind of helps you know round out what happened and gives a more kind of de- definitive end I think to Jesse's story than we've had pre- than we had previously. So, you know, I I I, uh, I really like what they did with it. I thought it was no, really nicely put together. Um, very engrossing two hours, just well worth it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way. I, I quite liked it a lot as well. Um, it it did feel different as well in terms of you know a Breaking Bad episode and so or Breaking I just said a Breaking Bad episode in terms of a Breaking Bad like entry I suppose uh, it didn't have quite the same like series feel to it which I kind of realised like you know took twenty thirty minutes in it's like okay this is Vince is going for something of a different feel and of a different pace here um, I mean when you're doing a series and stuff and you have the momentum builder that that Breaking Bad is. Uh, you didn't really have to do that here because you already had a story that was basically set up from yeah from from the events of the finale yeah. and everything, and you essentially just had to use the two hours to wrap up Jesse's story or like d- d- to tell the tell the rest of Jesse's story and kind of finish that piece off. Um, I would like to compare this to not obviously in terms of story that wouldn't make any sense. Uh, in terms of the in terms of Toy Story four. Uh, basically <laughs> right. because you know okay. with with Toy Story 1 2 and 3 you've got the story of Andy Woody and Buzz and then Andy's story essentially concludes at the end of Toy Story 3 and at the end of Breaking Bad uh, Walter White's story is concluded so you can see that the similarities there and then essentially with obviously Toy Story 4 you've got uh you know that Woody and Buzz are back and everything and it's Bonnie this time instead of uh instead of Andy and essentially with this it's Jesse instead of Walter White and it's kind of interesting if you look at both of those things as to like okay Toy Story 3 could have been the ending and to have not been revisited but it kind of gave it another ending with Toy Story 4 and then with yeah. you know, Breaking Bad you you did have a series finale and you didn't have to necessarily revisit it is it again in the same way no, like, okay no, this no. was finished but you do kind of realize at some point during this film they're like okay you know Walter White's obviously not here and that sort of thing um and you know this is really just concluding Jesse's story so hopefully that kind of makes sense in terms of the comparison between yeah, I, between those very do- two uh different things so you're probably the first person to compare anything <laughs> breaking bag related to uh, to toy story but yes i no i do get what you're saying mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's one of those things that the the finale of breaking bad was so perfectly done um and 
yeah though you you always want more and want to see what the characters move on to and do and we're getting some of that with better call soul mm-hmm. um but jesse was such a central you know was the other lead basically in breaking bad and uh, you know he, the way that he ended in in that was him pretty much driving off into the distance mm-hmm. um so i think it's nice to see you know, you get you get a bit more of a of a sort of more rounded conclusion in this. It's not necessary, but it's nice to to sort of see them just finish that off with Jesse. I think. Yeah, I mean, another way to kind of compare it is like you know, the the finale of Breaking Bad was essentially the ending of Breaking Bad, but then you kind of take one of the characters separately and then give them an ending so you kind of you kind of have two endings yeah. in in a way but um yeah in, in that sort of sense so yeah and it served that purpose really well of course i think and um you know it, it it's interesting as you kind of watch parts of this film and you kind of think okay well you know where is vince going with this what's going to happen to jesse and you know other characters are in this uh, we're not going to do name specific mentions of people uh, that were in this film uh, in the spoiler-free section. Obviously, we'll we'll leave that to the spoiler stuff. But some interesting cameos, some interesting stuff that they do with with you know just other characters and things. Um, I think they they do a great job with that. Uh, what what did you think in terms of the returning uh, people, all the other people that are in this? Uh, yeah, I mean the, we knew some of them uh, because they'd been in the trailers, right. so we knew some of the people that were were coming back. Um, some of the others, though, I mean, there there were a few which you thought, well, of course, and mm-hmm. there were a few that popped up that you thought, that's an interesting choice, or I didn't expect them to be back. So, yeah, it was quite a nice mix. They managed to keep a lot of it, you know, um, secret, and and they've done a fairly good job of of not revealing who's in it. So, mm. uh, yeah, that that was that was quite good. I, uh, you know, I I think that. It was an appropriate kind of run round without being kind of overly sentimental. You know, everybody that was there, it sort of made sense that why they were there. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I, I think it was it was pretty reasonable the, how they pulled that off. So. Uh, so, yeah, I it was there was some good, good cameos. It was really nice to see some faces that we haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think they, they did a really good um Vince did a really good job of, of kind of setting that up and and uh, stitching that together. Yeah, what, what did you think in terms of uh, pacing with this? Um I I thought it was paced reasonably well. It's kind of difficult because I mean Breaking Bad was slower paced in some places as well. And I think this I mean the the whole story itself isn't that yeah you know, there isn't that much that kind of goes on you know it's not like if you think of some action movies or something like that yeah you know, mm-hmm. there is a lot that you can ram into 2 hours and in actual fact the the sort of from where you first meet Jesse to where he kind of ends up that and and the the journey he goes through there isn't actually a huge amount of things going from sort of A to B to D to C, you know, to C to D, it's, there isn't like a a huge amount of of stuff that he has to do to get from one place to another. Um, so I I guess the pacing is quite slow, but there's a lot of kind of detail and interesting kind of little bits within that. So yeah, if that sort of makes sense, it it it's not that fast paced, but I don't you know quite often Breaking Bad wasn't that fast paced, so I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, I think they did. They did a reasonably good job with with the pacing and stuff. And again, it's kind of that thing where like you're not you're there for two hours and you know that it's going to be finished. So in terms of pacing, it was a very different different thing for Vince to kind of deal with. Um, but I still think he handled that really really well. Um, but yeah, it's, it is essentially the story of like you know getting um, Jesse, like you said, from A to B or, or whatever. Um, and just simply telling you, okay, this is how he's going to do these things, and showing you, like, this is uh, all, all the things that he's learned and stuff, and, like, how to be, I guess, kind of a su- successful criminal and stuff, and, and things like that, and uh, kind of showing, not necessarily, like, okay, this is what Walter taught, taught me, and I'm going to use this specific thing in this thing. You kind of just see him go through, basically just go through the motions of, of that sort of thing, like, uh, wait, waiting for certain things to happen, and... And the way he gets into certain buildings and whatnot, and that kind of uh, you know, you know, the kind of training he he had with, well, not necessarily training, but the the way he's kind of learned, you know, over the years with water, because it wasn't just you know cooking. He did have to escape from people and he had to fight people and yeah, and all these sorts of things. And you see, you see a complete a kind of complete character going through this because he's not necessarily learning new things per se throughout this he's using the skills that he's already learned to kind of navigate like okay how can i get myself out of the situation and and looking at things in in an interesting way so yeah what would you do yeah. for his kind of i suppose journey in in that sense of like you know the, this professional criminal basically yeah um i mean i i see what you're saying with that there's sort of you know there, he isn't really picking up new skills in this which you i i guess you wouldn't necessarily expect um right because he's already yeah, learned so much yeah because so. he's already learned so much and and you know essentially i mean you know i i think we're okay to sort of say you know the film picks up pretty much as the show ended so right. you know it's him escaping yeah. and it's what he does next mm. um so i mean obviously he's trying to make sure he can get away and the you know most of what you're seeing is his journey of of you know how do i how do i get away from this how do i not get caught you know because obviously there's going to be police after him and stuff Mm. uh which again these stuff that we've seen in the trailers so it's it's one of those things it's um yeah i i mean i i thought it was it was interesting you didn't get necessarily any direct references i don't think maybe there were one or two but you you know i know what you mean about him showing up with you know stuff that maybe he's picked up along the way and actually having to use some of those skills which i thought was uh yeah that was nice that was Mm -hmm. nice seeing seeing jesse in that sort of you know you are seeing a very desperate jesse at this point as well of course so yeah, I mean, because he's still in the same kind of broke. I mean, everybody's kind of broken in Breaking Bad at this point, but um, like you're seeing him in that broken state from you know the end of Breaking Bad and how he not only like you say escapes from the police and stuff because obviously they're looking for him, um, but how he gets out, how he gets himself forward from this broken state and like him looking at you know everything he's gone through and how he how he's dealing with all that as just a big kind of package in yeah. a way. Um, and he he obviously has to like think about okay who can I get in contact with who can help me and what can I do and all these sorts of things and obviously you know Walter can't help him anymore uh, and that sort of thing Um, I will say one interesting thing that he kind of uses in this a lot which is I'll I'll just say stealth in this um, and kind of uses it in a way that you didn't always quite see in Breaking Bad because Breaking Bad usually he was in you know middle of a gunfight or it was something a bit more 
kind of actually explosive in that way. I don't mean like literal explosions, but the the action was more present than what it is, I guess, with this. And he's he's doing a lot more stealthy kind of things because, like we, like we said, he's trying to escape from from certain things, and he has to use that a lot. Uh, what did you think of that side of him? I suppose you always well with Jesse, you always get the feeling that obviously you know he's he's got himself into this, and he's mm-hmm. not somewhere where he wants to be. Um, you know, he he never really wanted entirely to get involved with the whole mess thing and and he just got sucked into this kind of world and you so he's always been this very kind of reluctant character and has Mm. just kind of ended up going along for the ride to a certain point um so it's interesting to see him on his own without walt and seeing how he handles that and you know whether he steps up or, or you know uh, and particularly given his state of mind following his him his escape from the uh what neo-nazis or whatever they were that they were, that's what they that were. trapped yeah. by yeah mm-hmm. so the white supremacists who were trapped by so yeah i mean uh it's it's interesting seeing jesse kind of come back at, and how far he's prepared to push things um and you know and whether that's comfortable with him or whether he's just at this point i need to get away mm. and he'll do what he has to do to do that so cool um so we both watch this on netflix i'm assuming because it is out at select cinemas or theaters um I it has I, been yes okay i didn't even actually look at like if it's at my local cinema or whatever because i knew i was no. gonna watch it on netflix um so did did you watch the uh the recap that they did Yes, yeah, I did the re- I, I did watch the recap. I actually um, on the website, I they they had um, uh, Aaron Paul. Uh, Aaron yeah. Paul on um, it was uh, one of the late night talk shows. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon, I think it was, and he he actually did a two minute <laughs> recap of the whole thing, <laughs> like sort of uh, best line in it would be like, uh, yeah, we we caught a flight. It's like wait wait <laughs> caught a flight. It's like yes, it was an entire episode. <laughs> It's like oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, it, 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 that was really funny. But yes, Netflix did a quite a good recap, which was helpful because it, it highlighted some of the things that I had forgotten. So that was quite useful. Yeah, good little sort of nostalgia trip as well. Like oh yeah, that happened and that happened. And not not saying I forgot things that happened, but you kind of just get re-reminded of like uh, you know just just kind of everything that happens and, and stuff. Yeah, that was really great. I actually. I, did- I, I actually did watch that twice, so... <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, I mean, I I like the fact that Netflix tends to do that when a show comes back. Um, right. Because Amazon yeah. doesn't do it very much, and uh, <laughs> particularly with a show like um, Man in the High Castle, every time that comes back, I have to kind of go and look it up online to uh, to find out what happened, because I've completely forgot what happened in the previous <laughs> season. So uh, they, they need to do... Those little recap videos are quite useful, you mm. know? So, uh, yes, I'm glad they did that beforehand. It's quite handy. Mm. I mean, Netflix even has that from some of their, like, um, week-to-week kind of stuff or whatever, like previously on so-and-so. Well, that. yeah, that's that's a network, that's a US right. network TV yeah. thing as well, really. Um, yeah. So that you know, the previously on things, uh, generally they don't do it as much with their own shows. It tends to be things that they buy in, right. um, you know, like previously yeah, on next, suits. next episode. So yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. I watched the recap. I thought that was pretty great. Um, but uh, yeah, good, good good stuff with with all this. Um, just again on a spoiler free sense, do you think that what, what do you kind of think spoiler free of the future? 
of Breaking Bad. I, I mean, obviously outside of Better Call Saul, which we know is coming back for season five, probably next year, I would guess. Yes, next year, early next year, I think it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the moment, I think the future is Better Call Saul. Um, I it's difficult to pick out any other characters that were mm-hmm. real highlights that are still around that you could follow because. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. You, because the, there really was it, there was Sol, um, who mm-hmm. had that sort of interesting story of of how did he get to become Sol, um, and you know you had Walt and you had Jesse, uh, but we've sort of done their story. I mean, you know, the Skinny Pete and Badger, but I'm not entirely sure I want to watch an entire show of just sort of following. Yeah, they, they are a bit more side guys. characters, aren't they? So, yeah, good this, characters, but I mean, yeah, good characters, but but I'm not really sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, unless you did a sort of DEA drama, um, following yeah, um, that might work. Brother-in-law, with, with that's Hank, the only, yeah. with Hank, yeah, and uh, Gomez, I think. Yeah. So, because you know, um, Mike is obviously in Better Call Saul. Um, mm-hmm. So you're getting his kind of backstory through that. I, yeah, I don't know really. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can discuss it a bit later when we get into some emails and bits and pieces. But uh, yeah, because yeah, there's one thing I want to point out. I mean, I mean, I probably, I'd probably point out now. Um, you know, because a lot of people said, "Oh, you you could do a um, a Gus prequel or something." The the only problem with that, because I, I looked it up yesterday, is uh, is it John John Carlo Esposito? He's sixty one now so if you right. if you would do a like okay how did gus get into his empire and and the chicken chop and, and all that sort of stuff um you'd probably have to recast him and i don't know that someone could do that role in the same way plus uh, so. you are kind of getting a lot of that background you're you're in getting back Sol anyway yeah so you know unless you're going to go kind of much earlier in which case you would have to cast a younger person mm-hmm. in that role yeah. um and part of the joy of that character is him. So yeah, unless you use the uh, I don't know what it's called because I haven't looked up the the de aging stuff from uh, Gemini Man. Yeah, <laughs> use that on a uh, on a uh, John Carlo, but uh, I don't know. But we'll, we'll see what they Makes do. Makes it a very so. expensive show to right. produce. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it would have to be on HBO. Um, cool. So yeah, that's all the spoiler free stuff. I think we can discuss. We we're kind of right on the edge of certain spoilery stuff so uh cool i think what we're gonna do is take a break of course and then we'll go into some spoilery stuff so if you at that point haven't seen el camino a breaking bad film uh then jump out at that point but i'll give you one more warning when we get to that uh stick around for a bit we're gonna let you know what else is on entertainmenttalk.org at the moment uh, and we'll be back in a minute today's sponsor is kualu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Gualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. 
So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, as of just a couple of hours ago, another Let's Play Sunday episode, uh, episode 10. This one's for the Call of Duty Modern Warfare beta. And just the same as if you liked uh, the Medieval demo, because both of those games are coming out on the same day, the 25th of October, because, you know, why not? Uh, why not release multiple games on the same day? Uh, but yes, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is coming out on the 25th of October, same day as Medieval, and the same day as Outer Worlds as well. So, uh, But if you want to watch the Let's Play Sundays episodes, of course I've done episodes now for, for both of those, so you can check those out as well. Uh, Joker, I went and finally saw it on Friday, which was the same day as what this film came out, El Camino. Uh, so went and saw that, did a spoiler free, spoiler split discussion on that. Uh, me and Robert are going to be doing kind of a part two on Wednesday, we kind of plan to do that, so have a look out for that as well on Wednesday. Um, good uh, Good Place is still continuing for season four, uh, season four episode three, Chillaxing was out on, well, the same day as well as El Camino. Uh, so a bunch of stuff on that day, uh, but yeah, season four episode three, of course I'll be back this coming week or this coming Thursday, uh, Friday, sorry, for episode four, so you can continue to uh, listen to the Good Place coverage. Uh, American Horror Story is also still continuing, but for season nine, season nine, episode four, uh, True Killers. Uh, this week's episode for 905 will actually be the halfway point of the series because there's 10 episodes, so we're almost halfway through American Horror Story, uh, but season nine, episode four was the most recent episode, and you can check out my podcast for that. Uh, random Gaming Talk, Sony randomly was like, Here's information on PS5 release date. Well, that's well, not release date. Release uh, month, uh, holiday 2020. Uh, so me and Robert discussed all that sort of stuff and all just the information that's out there. A bit weird the way that's all being delivered, but we of course discussed that on the podcast. Uh, Doom Eternal. If you're a Doom fan, you won't be able to play it until March 2020 because it was delayed by Bethesda. There's a whole bunch of stuff happening over there, at their course. Uh, but Doom Eternal has been delayed until March 2020, so we discussed that and the goings-on at Bethesda. Uh, and some Marvel game news as well. Iron Man VR is going to be coming out early uh, 2020. That's the VR game for Iron Man, of course. And they are going to be adding uh, Miss Marvel to the Square Enix Avengers game when that comes out. I think it's April uh, or February, March something, uh, 2020, they're going to be adding her to the roster of characters that they're going to be updating. Uh, Gears of War 5, Gears of War still at its best, uh, my game of the year so far, I did a review of that, of course, spoiler free and spoiler split for that. Uh, Walking Dead, me and David are back doing that for season 10, uh, season 10 episode 1 was the most recent episode, of course we'll be back on Wednesday to discuss episode 2, uh, so check that out. Uh, and yeah, In the Tall Grass is a film review that I did as well, uh, another Netflix film based off the book by Stephen King, so if you like your Netflix films, such as El Camino or whatever, uh, you can check out In the Tall Grass as well on Netflix, check that out as well, and that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. So, even if you've seen Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, but you haven't seen El Camino, you're going to want to leave now because we're going to go into spoilers. But, of course, you can go onto entertainmenttalk.org to check out the rest of the content. And if you want to know if, when, and all that sort of stuff, your, your favourite shows are coming back, and any, any sort of film news, TV casting news, and that sort of thing, David's got you covered on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio on podcast services as well. So check out both of those things on there. Uh, so if you're listening on a podcast player, iTunes or Spotify or whatnot, go into that, press pause, and if you're listening on the website... 
Uh, just click back, press the home button, do whatever uh, to turn the podcast off because we're going to go into spoilers now. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff obviously we can talk about here, a bunch of things that happened. Um, I just happened to have this at the top of my notes, so I'm going to jump into that first. The uh, Walter White cameo flashback. Thing. Yes. Uh, very, very well done with that. I thought that they did... It, it was very kind of subtle. They're in this hotel room and he, he's give, Jesse's giving this like, okay, come on out sort of uh, signal. And then he just walks out and they just kind of walk down the hall, slow motion style. And uh, yeah. thought that was handled really well. I liked their, their conversation as well about like Walter saying, you know, you're very lucky and of course you're young and you can... You know, why don't you go off to college? And you, obviously, he's gonna, they're going to have the money from all the all the stuff that they're doing. And you know, obviously, Walter knows he's he's pretty much going to die. And he's looking at this, this you know this young guy who's got his his life ahead of him. He's not dying, and he's going to have a bunch of money. And um, what what was it he said he wanted to study like uh, um, sports medicine or something? Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. what Jesse said. Yeah. Yes, it's it's sports like um it's like physio sports medicine okay. or something and and you can tell Walt's not overly impressed with that idea given you know right. thinks he can do a lot more but yeah <laughs> he's like oh okay uh sort of thing but yeah, yeah. what did you think of uh, all that yeah I mean we kind of thought that they were probably going to get a Walt cameo in there somewhere mm-hmm. um. And it was going to have to be in flashback because obviously Walt's dead. So you know they were going to have to do that in, in you know in some sort of flashback way. Uh, but yeah, it was really nice. It's sort of a season two Walt, so it's not like a completely off the rails Walt. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a uh, you know it, it's Walt where he's kind of still Walt and not properly Heisenberg, you know. Um, so I I like that. I thought it was it was nice to see that sort of because they had that sort of father son like quite warped father son but father son relationship going on yeah particularly at that sort of point you know where he was more of a mentor and he was you know trying to get jesse onto the right path and that's when walt was just doing it really to get the money you know Mm -hmm. and he was and he was more concerned about the money than anything else rather than when he turned to heisenberg and he was basically concerned about empire building more than anything else right wanted to be like a, a, a kingpin Type, yeah, uh, yeah, you know. being controlled. This and it's interesting we bring this up in because in the flashbacks, uh, not flashbacks, sorry, in the recap, um, there's the the scene where uh, Walter says to him like, you, "You asked me if we're in the drug business or the or the money business," and he's sort of sitting there in this chair, looking all smart and with his, I assume it's like a whiskey of some kind. He's like, "I'm, I'm in the Empire business," because at that yeah. point it was like, "Okay, I'm not just doing this for money for my family. I'm doing this because you know I'm good at it. I like it and." It's you know something else that he can do obviously before he dies. Uh, but he did yeah go on to build this you know empire and uh, got himself a name Heisenberg and that sort of thing. So yeah, in- interesting with with everything there. And uh, it, it's kind of like I want to kind of follow up that up with what you said earlier, which is you know as we see Jesse in this kind of just just trying to escape, just trying to get out of the area and and everything like that. And as you kind of said, like he he was never really in this for for the empire business. He was in this because you know he could maybe make some money, and he knew obviously contacts and stuff. Because it was you know you know yeah. the business, I know I know the the um the science kind of thing. Yeah. And he's in this state, you know, in in the start of this El Camino where you know he's just trying to get away, no concern about you know the empire and and what's going to happen with that. It's just the case of like safety for him at that point. And interesting to see, you know, cuz obviously as we see Jesse in in current timeline in in this and we see in the flashback like this guy who's kind of not aware of 
what's on the horizon and that sort of thing. And I thought I thought the flashback did a good job to kind of compare the two. Yeah, uh, especially with the with the bit in the recap with the whole empire business thing. So yeah, it just kind of shows you, you know, you, you get into one of them sorts of things and it just becomes this this massive thing like it gets involved with Gus and Tuco and and everybody else and that's yeah. not quite what Jesse ever really had in. I mean, that's not what Walter had in mind in the first place, but no, but Walter um, rather embraced it. Yeah, he was kind of getting slowly more horrified by it. I mm-hmm. think as as you went through to the point that he was stepping away or trying to, you know. Yeah, because he, he tried to step away at multiple points, and of course, you know, gets kidnapped by Jack and Todd at some point, and then uh, basically gets kind kind of betrayed by by Walter, I suppose. But then there's, there's obviously that nod of yes. respect at, at the end of the the series, that last kind of nod that Walter gives to him. So all, yeah. all that connecting very nicely. Of course, the great work of uh, Vince Gilligan. So. Uh, all that good yes. stuff. Um, were you supposed because we speculated? Uh, I think we actually did this like before we went to record a Walking Dead podcast or something. We had we had a bit of a discussion about uh, how they could use uh, Walter White. I don't think it was on a podcast. I think it was when we had one of our uh, pre discussions or something. Yeah, yeah. And we sort of said like, okay, are they going to maybe use Walter as a like in Jesse's head kind of thing? Are you surprised that they didn't go there? Um, no, not necessarily because I I think. If you remember, by the end of it, that sort of yeah you know, was as you saw in that recap, the the breakdown of that relationship mm-hmm. by the very end was sort of you know um, Jesse holding a gun at him and Walt like almost begging him to shoot him and him saying no, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think it would have been weird, you know, knowing going back and looking at it now. I I think that would have been strange had if you'd had sort of Walter somehow in his in his head and directing things and it also then implies that sort of Walter's still quite a major part of him and I I can see why they maybe don't want to go that way because this is about Jesse finally finding his freedom and Walt isn't really part of that so I think doing it in a flashback is a far better way you know with that version of Walt because the version of Walt that you'd you'd maybe get in his head would be a more a heisenberg mm. version so yeah i can i can sort of see why they didn't go down that route and and they went more with this uh with the flashback idea mm-hmm. i am kind of surprised they didn't use it to a, to a degree but i agree with you in the fact that it might not have been kind of what we wanted so mm. um yeah interesting stuff with that and uh, of course good to have uh brian cranston back of course so yes of course yeah and of course aaron paul as well but we already know he's in this so um <laughs> yeah. yeah good good work with the flashback and everything there um something which i didn't want to bring up in the spoiler free section just in terms of mentioning the character being in this um robert forster who passed away yes. was it uh, on the day on the yeah, day, on the day of... it was released yeah, yes which was strange um, yeah, who plays the uh, I the, don't know what, the what his name was. Yeah, the the cleaner, the 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 disappearer. Um, right, that's the, what uh, the, Soul called him at, at some point, I think. Yeah, the the person that sort of basically makes um, people disappear for or made Soul disappear. Um, yes, mm-hmm. uh, fortunately, um, I mean he's been in a million different things, but uh, unfortunately passed away on the day of release, which was kind of a strange coincidence. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was in uh, a whole bunch of things. Uh, uh, Jackie Brown being probably the other thing that he's quite, you know, more recently quite well known for. Uh, he was in a classic, classic sci-fi horror. Was sci- well, not horror, sci-fi movie called The Black Hole, um, 
which was a Disney sort of attempt to do Battlestar Galactica kind of thing. Huh. Okay. Um, and he's been in a whole bunch of other things as well. I mean, there's, there's a huge lit, you know, list of, of films and stuff he's been in. But uh, yeah, I'm very, very sorry to see him pass away. But, you know, it, it, he he had a pretty fair run. I think he was he was in... How old he was? Yeah, seventy-eight. So you know, huh. not a not a bad run. And of all the things to go out on, as being the final thing to show up in something like this is is you know fabulous. So sure. yeah, you know. yeah. Um, you know, having scenes with uh, scenes with uh, Aaron Paul being in something written and directed by Vince Gilligan, it's uh, it's not a bad thing. So yeah, um, yeah. Shame that we've we've lost him, unfortunately, but. Uh, yeah, he he did a great job in this as well. Um, yeah, I kind of want to jump to his uh, scenes now that we're on the, the point of uh, discussing him. Um, yeah, interesting. Like you know, Jesse goes in there with with the bag of money and everything, and we'll, we'll I'll, I think what we will jump to after this is the whole Todd money stuff. Obviously, that plays a big part in this as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he goes there with obviously all the money. It was one hundred twenty eight grand or or something. I can't remember. Dollars. It was something quite big, and then he's like, "Oh, you're off by like." Uh, one thousand eight hundred or something yeah, really small. Eighteen hundred dollars or yeah. something. He was off by. Right. Um. Yeah. What did you think of his uh, scenes in? I guess his uh, Hoover shop, whatever it's called. Yeah, I I really like that. I I kind of forgotten about the sort of Hoover shop, and I I couldn't remember what. You know, so when he turned up, I was like, oh yeah, I remember now. Um. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it was that was great to see, and him sort of turning up and denying everything and like jesse not remembering the code word or whatever the cold word code yeah, was yeah. and then he sort of eventually ha- has to relent um but yeah i that was that was a great sequence and you had that sort of the the sequence with the uh the him trying to you know the the woman who's kind of tried to get a hoover fixed as well before hands and that sort of goes on for slightly longer than you'd think it maybe would do and yeah so yeah but it's it's just sort of torturing Jesse slightly at that point, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I I yeah. find it interesting the whole police call part because I, I was kind of following the steps of Jesse of like you know they do tell you to kind of stay on the line and and all these sort of things. And I was like I think Jesse's right here, and then the police car turns up. Jesse doesn't quite realise until he's like, oh you know, uh, yeah. that, that, that was a fast kind of um, response time, and Jesse's like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, that was pretty great as well. But were you kind of weird, Jesse? Of like, okay, maybe he's right here. Maybe he didn't call. The well, police. yeah, I, I did. It, that could have gone either way because mm-hmm. I mean, usually they will sort of say they may say sort of well, stay on the line. Um, right. Usually, if there's if there's somebody in kind of immediate danger, you know, if you're just sort of calling to to say. Uh, you know, I've I've got a problem in my shop. Come quick or something, um, which was essentially what he was doing. They might not necessarily say that. So I, yeah, I it could have gone either way. It was quite a nice little kind of um, little thing that I I rather like what they did there because it really could have been either side. Yeah, yeah. and then there's like he, he gets his bag and then it was kind of the, the yeah, clumsy the yeah, yeah. The, the clumsy earlier seasons Jesse of like damn i have to go back and run for this but you know the police are right yeah, yeah. there at the at the door and he just manages to get away so I, th- I thought that was done really well um and obviously he goes back and, and sees him at the end which we'll discuss a bit later yeah what did you think of todd's uh obviously jesse plemons uh coming back for some for some flashback scenes at basically jesse's you know m- most broken yeah point, i so. mean todd, todd was in it an awful lot more than 
Mm. I kind of expected. Um, I mean, although the El Camino in the title was actually Todd's, of course. So that was Todd's car, mm-hmm. um, the thing that the, uh, the the whole film is named after. But, he, you know, Todd was in it rather more than I, I expected it because they did quite a lot of that flashback stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, Todd was a sort of quite a late addition to the show. He was, what, last mm. last season, was he? So, um, But Jesse Plemons is great. You know, he's gone on and done some wonderful things since as well. So... I, yeah, I mean, it's always nice to see him back. I just wasn't quite expecting Todd to be in it quite that much, you know. Given he's again, he's another one that's that's not alive anymore. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I felt like they were trying to maybe do some sort of contrast between like, okay, this is Jesse working at like you know his most vulnerable. He's he's completely broken, and uh, I mean he's still broken to a degree in El Camino, but at that point where he was like captured and he couldn't get out of that cage and. Yeah. It kind of showed, okay, Todd kind of was there for him. Sure, he, like, shoots his girlfriend later on, but um, he was kind of there for him, and they had they happened to have this one, was it like, the weekend or something? It, yeah, it were, was, yeah, when they he they sort of left together. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and then saying, like, you know, Jack, Jack's gone away for the weekend, and I need you for this one kind of problem. And uh, seeing them work together was, was kind of strange. It's like, okay, what things is he going to get Jesse to do? And like, there's this. Was it the housemaid or something that like got killed because she found that she found the money? She found and, the money. Yeah. yeah. Todd's attitude towards that was like, okay, you've not shown. I get it. You're you're a criminal and you don't want people finding your stuff, obviously. But like, he, he sort of seemed to be really normal about the whole thing. Whereas whereas, yeah. whereas Jesse was like, okay, what? You know, why have you done this? And you know, oh, it was only because she found that and that, and that sort of stuff. Um, and again, interesting difference between like, because Todd was never really. I mean, Todd wasn't in it as much as, obviously, you know, Jesse and Malta, but, um, you know, Todd was never broken the same way Jesse was, and kind of seeing, again, this this person that's completely calm about, like, oh, yeah, I had to just get rid of this person, and, you know, you, you can come out with me on this trip, and Jesse's kind of cautious and questioning everything in terms of, okay, what's he going to get me to do, and am I going to do it right, and, you know, what about if I, I guess, you know, I guess, you know what about if I mess up and he goes and kills Brock? Mm. Uh, or, or Brock, yeah, Brock was it? The uh, uh, the, the kid, yeah. uh, Brock. Yes, Brock, the kid. Mm-hmm. So showing all that stuff, I thought was was handled pretty well. What, what do you think of? I guess the pacing in terms of all those scenes. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was <clears throat> it was interesting, kind of going back and and seeing that whole sort of you know you're you're going over things were obviously going on with Walt at that time. So this is all stuff that we didn't necessarily see the first time around. So it kind of fleshes out that a lot more and, you know, what Jesse went through. So I quite liked seeing all, all that stuff. And there is a purpose to it because the, again, there isn't, it's one of those things where it would have been very easy if you wanted to bring these characters in to just throw in a bunch of flashbacks that don't necessarily have any connection to the main yeah. story in any way but you know that was fairly vital that flashback because it was about todd and his money and where he was hiding his money which then leads jesse to go and raid you know <laughs> that whole pull the apartment. house apart yeah you basically mm-hmm. pull the apartment apart yeah mm-hmm. i thought it was funny when those, those uh well, fake police pe- uh, policemen um go in there and they're like look this place has obviously been searched top to bottom because um, they go in there and it's just <laughs> been, you know, all the walls yeah, yeah. and floorboards and everything. And, uh, you know, obviously Jesse's trying to hide at that point. 
And I, I thought that was a really brilliant moment of tension where it's just this, basically this kitchen counter and a couple of like little cupboards and whatnot between him yeah. and the and the police. And obviously there's this this neighbor who's getting involved and whatnot, which I thought was was kind of funny. But like you thought, okay, when they start to walk around this counter and start to search, where's where's Jesse going to go? Where's he going to kind of hide? I suppose. Um, and he obviously manages to sneak around the corner and stuff. Um, so really good moment of tension. Um, did you, speaking of Jesse's like safety and tension and stuff, did you think he would ever die at any point during this? Did you think no, that like, okay, I, may, maybe Jesse might just get killed off by somebody? I, I think there would have been uproar if they'd actually killed him off. I think you always, you know, Walt, with Walt being dead, you sort of want Jesse to get away in some way. Um, and you know, Walt had sort of gone from being, you know, this mild-mannered teacher to being this evil drug kingpin, essentially, by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, Jesse had almost kind of gone the other direction and sort of become a better person as he'd gone through everything. So you sort of want Jesse to kind of get away, you know, at the end. I think it would have been weird to have him just be killed off in some way so i i rather suspected he was always going to manage to to get away somehow um so no i i never really thought he was in like mortal danger okay um, yeah but you know they could have taken an eye or something i mean you know <laughs> you don't know yeah, yeah done a call or something yeah yeah um i mean there's the uh, speaking of that there's a moment i want to jump to where he has this like gun standoff with this guy and yeah. um it's not not when he shoots him because obviously he kills that guy straight away but when the other guy jumps in and starts shooting and they were both pretty out in the open there wasn't i know there was pillars and yeah, there was yeah. some, some sofas and stuff and that guy shoots off quite a few shots and there's a close-up of like Jesse's sort of jacket and him moving and I'm like are any of these bullets hitting him because that guy shot quite a lot of bullets yeah I did wonder uh, that yeah. yeah I was like oh has he been has he been hit somewhere and then you, I kind of thought like okay even if he does get shot he might not die necessarily but it'll, it'll add like something here um but that was the kind of one moment where I thought like okay he didn't prepare for the other guy to get up and start shooting he obviously prepared for the the uh I guess Mexican standoff type of thing yeah. Um, and then this other guy comes in, and Jesse's kind of not prepared for it, um, or, or or kind of caught off guard, I suppose. Um, one thing I kind, of, one little thing I kind of noticed from that, which continued to add the tension. I don't know if you noticed. I I felt like I kind of heard, you know, the empty gun sound you kind of hear. Mm-hmm. I thought that when that guy was diving to the to the right or whatever, and he was starting to shoot Jesse, that Jesse ran out of bullets. And then there's the Three guys that get up and obviously he gets all their um I think it's driver's licenses for like addresses and for for um leverage and that. And mm. I thought like has he got any bullets for these guys? Like what about if one of them picks up a gun or something? Because um, I thought I heard I know there was like a bunch of noise obviously for all the gunshots, but I thought I heard the empty gun sound at, at one point. Um, did you kind of notice? I anything in I there? didn't particularly notice that. I kind of twigged when he went in that he had two guns on him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I, because I mean, he picks the two guns up when he goes to his parents' house, so I, I kind of twigged that that was going to be the case okay. that he had both the guns. Um, so I was, I was expecting because he never took his hand out of that pocket either. Yeah, when he was there, so I, I rather suspected that he had the other gun in his pocket. So, okay. um, and I mean, even if he had sort of run out of bullets, if I mean, even if if they hadn't noticed, he was still 
probably on reasonably safe ground because they were completely freaked out by that point. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think he was probably all right. Um, But yeah, I mean, that, that was, that was an interesting uh, sequence, that whole sort of bit of, you know, and again, it it was Jesse being sort of level headed, going in, going, look, you know, just give me the money I need and I'll leave and nobody has to get hurt. And then, you know, obviously the other guy's never going to do that. So, you know, um, yeah, I, I really like that sequence. I thought that worked really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't thought about because there was the one gun that he had like in his in the I guess the front of his jeans or whatever, and then there was the one he had on on the left. I think the one that he kind of snuck in yeah. uh, on the fight, and I guess yeah, he if he had run out of bullets, he would have pulled out the other one because he had that old gun that they made fun of. Uh, I think that's the one he had kind of in the front. Yeah, of his it was uh, trousers or whatever. Yeah, although yeah. that was only a twenty-two, and you know that's not gonna. I mean, it would <laughs> hurt, but it's <laughs> not probably gonna kill somebody. So. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, in- interesting stuff there, and, like, yeah, I mean, have we ever had a Mexican standoff in Breaking Bad? I don't think we had one quite like that, so that was uh, really good and interesting to see. So, yeah, we've certainly not had a shootout. I don't remember a shootout quite like that, so... No, I mean, we've had gunfights, obviously, but uh, nothing to wear, yeah. like, a Mexican Mexican standoff kind of thing, but, yeah, really good stuff with that. Uh, what should we jump to next? Um, I, I really like their use of the score during... I remember a particular part where Jesse's pulled up to his parents' house and uh, he's he's searching the back garden un- under these bricks and they started to play the little Breaking Bad theme um, and just to kind of give you right. this... I don't know, just the way they use the score. I don't usually notice sort of things like that. Obviously, I notice music and certain things, but that when you play the Breaking Bad theme or score, whatever you want to call it, in the Breaking Bad episode, you kind of notice it a bit more um and i kind of noticed it there and it was a good way to kind of i don't know just kind of keep the momentum going and, and everything like that um what did, did you remember that particular piece i suppose i didn't quite notice um at that point i actually didn't sort of i i spotted the, the score in a few places but i didn't particularly pick up on on it being used there um but yeah i mean it's um Great work by by Dave Porter throughout, who was the the guy that does um, did the original Breaking Bad, also did uh, Better Call Saul as well, mm-hmm. or does ba- Better Call Saul as well. Right, um, I preacher as well. Oh, apparently. okay. Right. And uh, and did the movie The Disaster Artist. So, okay, interesting. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. and the Blacklist. So there you go. Hmm. Uh, one other thing I wrote down is this: this is essentially because we talked about it obviously in the in the spoiler free uh, the spoiler free section. This is essentially kind of a lengthy Jessel, J- Jesse bottle episode, yeah, in a way. But one of the you know far better bottle episodes than, than some shows that we've we've seen and stuff. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you think in terms of uh, the way they kind of handled all that? Because obviously you got a lot more focus on Jesse, and he's in what ninety nine percent of the scenes in this, if not. 100% of the scenes, yeah. and it, it's essentially like, you know, he goes to visit uh, Badger and Skinny Pete, which I like those scenes, and uh, visits, like, you know, obviously the cleaner and some other some other places like that. Um, so if you, if you think about it on that sense, like, okay, this is a two... This, instead of thinking about it as a film, I suppose, which you could, you could still do, because you can get films that are, you know, focused in one single space and stuff like that. Um, how do you think they? How do you think they handled that in, instead of like, okay, you got Gus and you've got Walter and you've got uh, Hank and Mike and you know all these sorts of characters? Um, how do you think they handled that in this? 
Um, as, a, as a sort of, yeah, I mean, well, as I said at the start, to me, I mean, I know tonally it feels a little bit different, but mm. it is essentially feel, still does feel like a big long bottle episode of Breaking Bad to me. Um, you know, it feels like it fits very much in that mold, and you know, it's a it, it's a nice sort of coda to the end of of the um, th- that sort of story. Because you know, as we were saying earlier, you, the the end of Breaking Bad is the end of Walt's story, and Walt was the lead character in that. But you know, the pretty much um, the the character of Jesse is sort of ends up becoming the kind of co-lead. So mm-hmm. when they kind of wrote him out with him just driving off to the distance, I think this is a this is a nice way of just rounding off that that story with and you actually see him kind of you know maybe not get everything he wants but certainly get away and you know get to start again which is nice Mm -hmm. um i I think they handled that pretty well you know as a sort of as a self-contained thing i think it works very very well uh yeah because in terms of like breaking bad's actual episodes outside of the fly episode i can't think of too many others that were like really focused on uh, you know, b- bottle episodes basically for Breaking Bad. I mean, you had the episodes that were a bit more contained and weren't quite as like Empire sense in, in that sort of way. But you didn't really have too many that were like, okay, let's focus on this building and the and these characters for forty five minutes. Uh, the Fly episode is the only one that I can really think of where because they're in that uh, lab for the whole episode and they're dealing with one thing and it's two different characters obviously and uh, that was uh, I mean to me I pointed that more as like a character development episode and like a relationship kind of perspective yeah. episode like wh- where were they where are they going where are they at the moment that you know the past present and future but uh, of not just those char- two characters but of the show um, so it's interesting to see them kind of handle that again but in a film so mm. uh, what else have we got uh, yeah Badger and Skinny Pete's quite like those scenes again they're kind of smaller characters but they are liked a lot by fans yeah uh i saw a lot of people excited that they were going to be i mean we saw him in um the trailer which we didn't actually see that scene in this film no, the, the no, police was... interrogation part yeah no we didn't we didn't at all i mean we know that um we know that skinny pete kind of gets picked up uh and we know why now because the car is at his yeah. house um you know badger kind of goes off towards mexico to drop the other car i mean that was actually quite clever what they did there mm-hmm. was yeah because they did they discovered the low jack on the car and and he's like that's a major problem because they now know where the low jack is so you know um i thought that was quite quick thinking by uh by skinny pete because that was entirely skinny pete's idea <laughs> so yeah but yeah good to see those kind of sad characters interacting with the the main one and everything, and I like the kind of you know the the, the friendship in there as well with the whole yeah like, you know try, trying to make little like I, I guess like small talk with Jesse like saying oh you know I got this uh, body stuff I got that body stuff and Badger's kind of like yeah when he got me that for Christmas or whatever and th- this is the bomb or whatever and uh, you know Jesse's obviously clearly broken and then they're trying to just make small talk with him to obviously make him feel better and just trying to get him settled back to some sense of normalcy and uh you know tr- trying to get him kind of settled in i thought that was re- really handled quite well because uh, you, yeah. you you can't i mean you know i've hopefully watched breaking bad before you watch this but uh you kind of know their sort of relationship and what type of characters they are and they're a bit different to kind of you know all these empire people gus and mike and everybody else they're not really 
in that kind of area of the show. Um, and it's interesting to see them again and see the the use of those characters. So mm. I thought they were handled well. Um, yeah, so that that was the stuff with them. Um, what else do we have? Uh, Broken Jesse, uh, Jesse and Jane scene. So in the, in the in the car, yeah, uh, which I thought was quite good. Uh, is it Kristen Ritter? Kristen Ritter, yes, Ritter? Jessica That's Jones. <laughs> right, Jessica, Jessica Jones back on Netflix. Uh, yeah, um, interesting to see her kind of stuff and them having this conversation of like you know, uh, you know, golf and be free and basically all that sort of stuff. Um, cool to see her back again. Another uh, dead yeah. character, unfortunately, but. Um, yeah, outside of that, it was kind of a small scene and a, a just I, little, yeah, a last kind of goodbye thing, I suppose. I so. yeah, I mean that that I think was if you were going to point to any scene in the entire thing was purely put in as like fan service. Mm-hmm. I I think it's possibly that scene um, because I, I'm not surprised Kristen Ritter went back to do it because yeah, this is she she said in interviews before how much she adored the show and this was pretty much the thing that set her on on the path of of becoming the actress and getting the jessica jones gig that mm-hmm. you know this, this was the the part that really sort of set the direction um so you know i'm really happy to see her back i mean i'm always happy to see her in things but i it was really nice to see her back in in this i mean we all expected walt to show up but i didn't particularly necessarily expect her to show up uh so i thought that was nice that they managed to get that little scene in there and again there was a purpose because you know they were they were chatting and you know it's talking about getting away and stuff and there was a you know so there was a purpose to it as well which i think is good Mm um yeah jump into the start of this film i know we're jumping about a little bit uh in this but Jesse talking to Mike about starting again and, uh, you know, Mike's the kind of person that he wouldn't give you any kind of lies or rubbish. He's a very straight up kind of guy and, you know, he was, he was honest about, you know, Walter at certain points of like, you're, you're a ticking bomb, basically. I remember he said that in the, in the recap thing. And Mike's kind of always been like, okay, quite, quite clear about, uh, everything he kind of wants to do and, you know, Jesse's given him in this conversation of like, okay, hypothetically, like what, you know, if if you were my age and that sort of thing and you, you had yeah. this freedom and this money, what would you do? Go to Alaska. He ends up going there. Um, thought that was a nice way to give um, Mike one. I mean, not last scene because he's going to be in uh, Better Call Saul next yes. year. But one, one last kind of Breaking Bad uh, later Mike scene, I suppose. Um, yeah, I quite liked what, what they did with it. And they, they kind of started off with that and I was like, okay, where, where are they sort of going with this but um yeah I, I i quite like you know mike's conversations with different characters and to see again just to see that kind of honest guy of like you know th- this is what you should do this is, this is what i would do and uh to kind of see the conversation go from there so what do you think of yeah. uh, mike kind of coming back a bit yeah no i mean he's always i mean as i say we'd see mike anyway because he's he's in better call soul but yeah it was always nice it's nice to see him and again there is this purpose to him being there because he puts the idea of alaska in um, Jesse's head mm-hmm. um, I, and it's a nice sort of rounding off thing because that's sort of I think that's right at the start of the episode and then of course you know you kind of signpost you know well well we know where Jesse's probably going to end up it's Alaska mm-hmm. so you know that's that's the end of it um, not necessarily where I go but you know <laughs> uh, I tend to fix somewhere a bit more uh, probably a bit warmer than Alaska but right. you know yeah. yeah. If you want if you want to get yourself lost and not recognized, Alaska's probably quite a good place to do that, I would have thought. Mm. 
Uh, two last notes. One, obviously, discussing the uh, future and all that sort of thing. Uh, the letter to Brock. We didn't see what was in it. We saw that Jesse gave it to the, the cleaner, um, or the disappearer guy. And obviously, he gets in his car. He drives off at the end, and uh, you you kind of see you kind of have to like. I still had to turn my head a bit and look look closer at the screen to see like okay, who's who's this letter to? But it does say Brock on there, uh, and obviously the the guy's gonna hopefully send that off to him. I I'm guessing this is some sort of like okay, good luck. I'm sorry, and those usual type of things that that you'd say to somebody if you were saying goodbye to that kind of person, like sorry about your mum and. Uh, you know, good luck, yeah. you're a bright kid, and that sort of thing. Do, do you agree? Yeah, I mean, I I suspect there is something. I mean, there, there's obviously nothing in there about where Jesse's gone, and and yeah. you know, because otherwise, uh, Ed, the disappearer guy, wouldn't have been prepared to hand it over because you know that's his livelihood on the line. So he doesn't mm. want to kind of, you know, as long as he's not giving anything away about where he is or what he's doing, which is why he insisted on reading it. But. um yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't. We don't know exactly what's in the letter. I don't think it's particularly important that we know what's in the letter. It's, it is probably just going to be a sort of, you know, sorry, I had to leave. Sorry, your mum's gone. You know, but you are a great kid, and I hope everything works out. And you know, yeah, that um, sort of thing. Maybe you left him some money. You don't know. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Because, because although I mean, you know, Jesse did have a huge extra stack of cash because he got all the money back off the other guys mm-hmm. that he didn't have before because it wasn't yeah. just the 1800 he ended up getting the entire bag of stuff off the other guys so you know <laughs> yeah that was great um yeah i, I was kind of wondering throughout this like is he gonna visit brock at some point or like is he get is brock gonna show up but i think this was a good way and and an alternative option and way for them to kind of cap off that story of like okay what is gonna happen with Brock and whatnot, but I, I imagine he's going to be fine, so yeah, good, good way to kind of close it off um, yeah, so this is the last kind of note, and then we have a couple of emails as well uh, so, are we satisfied with this being the ending, so if there is, you know, no El Camino 2 or or whatever, uh, and there's no kind of, I guess sequel uh, sort of thing uh, yeah. are we satisfied with this? I, I think I am, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean I, I actually think it would be weird to do something else moving forward from this because he's got out you know um i mean this seems like an end for this character so i mean unless we of course see jesse at some point pop up in um the sort of gene sections of uh of breaking bad uh, not breaking bad of better call soul um you know which is is not impossible maybe we'll get something like pop up there but mm-hmm I yeah I, I mean I'm I'm perfectly happy that this is it. I I think it would be weird to go back to it again. Yeah. So in terms of him potentially appearing in that in the in the Gene timeline, um, do you think that 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 would obviously have to be a pre go to Alaska type of thing, uh, where he's he's gone walked into gene for some kind of reason although this well, kind of, although mean, this does follow from the end of breaking bad to, to now so i don't know necessarily where you do that but i guess you you could do maybe something it um, would have to be it would have to be sort of i mean it depends i think that's unlikely that they'll use him in that sort of gene bit of the of the um better call soul storyline i think mm-hmm. what's more likely is if they you know if they decide that they're going to bring better call soul to an end um 
you'll end up with a flashback scene with both Walt and Jesse um, while he's Sol, you know. I, th- yeah. I think you're more likely to get a scene there and they'll use them that way than actually have them kind of, you know, have um, Jesse pop up. Because, you know, it wouldn't really make any sense for him unless he happens to kind of run into that Cinnabon, you know, wherever <laughs> that is. And I can't remember where, where that, um, I, I where Gene ends up. in Alaska, so. No, 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 I don't uh, think it's in Alaska. So yeah. they're in very, very different parts of the country at this point. And uh, I, yeah, so I, I think it's unlikely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, better Call is the next thing for this universe. Obviously, season five uh, next year. Um, will we get anything else? Uh, and then I wrote down basically a bunch of just potential things. Um, so, Gus prequel, we discussed that, and you got the whole problem of John Carlo Espinillo uh, being yeah, yeah. six sixty one. So you can't really do that again unless you recast him but then you kind of lose something from that character uh skylar and rj sequel i don't really i've again i've written that mm-hmm. down just as a hypothetical i don't see the need for that if if it's just the case of okay you had this uh gretchen and elliot thing at the end of breaking bad where water basically threatened them of like okay if you don't give them this money like someone will come after you basically because they used it didn't he use a uh, skinny pete and badger and like this uh he did the pointers thing didn't he um, pretending that like there was basically guns pointed at the house, from right, what I remember. Right, yeah, but they yeah. were, I think they were just like those pointer things that you get uh, right. instead of actually like guns with uh, the the yeah, sack yeah. thing on them. So I don't necessarily need, feel the need for that because, like, in terms of you know, the money was obviously to fund um, uh, uh, not RJ. Why have I written down RJ? I think I've written RJ because of <laughs> Walking Dead. Uh, yes. It was um, Walt, Walt Junior, not RJ. Um, yeah, Skylar and Walt Jr. in terms of, you know, okay, I, I just assume they'll they'll get the money because of the Gretchen Elliott thing and they'll just live the rest of their lives. Uh, and with, obviously, their um, the child that Skylar had as well. They... You've, writ- you've written RJ because Walt Jr. is played by uh, RJ Mitt or RJ Mitty. I might have done that, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do you, do you see any need for a Skylar continuation, I suppose? No. No, no not at all. Um, I, I mean, I just said... The only other character that I think maybe has enough legs in it for as a story is um, the 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 FBI brother. Ben, Hank, Hank and Hank, Gunners, yeah, yeah. Um, but that would have to be a prequel. So but yeah, and that would have to be a prequel. And you've got a similar problem with Dean Norris because you know he's not getting younger, is he? So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of sequels to this world, like following from. Um, El Camino I think you're, you're pretty much settled uh, yeah. everybody basically is so of course we don't you know the only other character is uh, Sol but we have Better Call Saul and the, and the Gene stuff so that's probably going to answer that so um, yeah Gretchen Elliott tasked with giving the White family their money from Malta so that was the conclusion obviously with that stuff um, yeah that's all the notes that I've got outside of um, you know the, the, the emails and stuff so I think we should jump into those. Of course, you can get in contact with Entertainment Talk if you have any thoughts on anything that we cover or just to get in contact. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, and there's a contact page and the information in your show notes. Uh, Jack says, so, I kind of want a sequel film or just something showing Jesse's life in Alaska. What do you think since Vince uh, wants to... Wh- what do you think 
uh, Vince wants to do with this universe. Uh, I just love it and want more. I agree. I love Breaking Bad and I want to see more things because it was great to you know great to jump back into El Camino and be back into the world of uh, of Breaking Bad and everything like that. But um, yeah, like we said, outside of that, I don't think there's room to do sequels with anybody else. Um, and in terms of the Jesse thing, it would kind of be... I'd say it would be a Game of Thrones spoiler. Um, it would kind of be like, you know, at some point you either, you either kill off a character or set them up for what they're doing in the future. And what the, the thing that we have is, okay, Jesse's going off to Alaska and you don't necessarily need to see what he's doing there. But I understand you in terms no, of... I understand I, I, you in terms of you want more Breaking Bad and that would be yeah. the only other thing. I, so. I mean, I yeah, because... Jesse's kind of out now, and yeah. I, I'd rather. I don't really want to see. I mean, you know, much as I would quite happily sit and watch Aaron Paul because he's great, but mm-hmm. um, essentially, it would just really be, hopefully, him getting on with his life and you know, getting married and having kids and you know, whatever <laughs> it is. I, yeah. hopefully, having a perfectly normal life. Um, you know, going to college or. I I kind of you want like Jesse to get out and just be able to move forward, and I think mm-hmm. that's sort of the whole point of of the film is is him getting out of that life and becoming somebody else and moving forward and and that being it and and so I think messing around with that anymore doesn't really work for me. You know it it would feel like a sort of shameless cash grab. <laughs> You know, whereas yeah. Better Call Saul never really felt like, you know, Better Call Saul, there was, there was the sort of whole transition from being, you know, who he was before to becoming Saul Goodman and how he got there. And, you know, so there was, there was a story there, you know, whereas mm. I, I think, you know, Jesse's story, this rounds it off really nicely. Um, and again, it, you know, it, I, it's difficult. The only other characters are, are Hank or Gus and as we said, you know, problem with you've got the aging problems there. You've got the aging yeah. problems there with both of those. I think, um, uh, I yeah, I I don't really <laughs> know. If, I can't think of any other main characters that are sort of would be interesting enough to follow. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, I get it in terms of you love the universe because I do as well. But uh, yeah, I think we've had the story told so. Uh, Bethany says, I love uh, seeing what Jesse has learnt, even just as a criminal, sneaking around, hiding, etc. It would be a bit of a shame if we didn't see more of it. Do we know what Vince and the cast is doing next? Uh, I was guessing Vince would just go back and finish off Better Call Saul with Bob, Giancarlo and the rest of the cast. Uh, I think you're right in terms of that, like what is next for Vince in this universe. It is finishing off uh, Better Call Saul because that is the next um thing but um i mean i don't think it would be a shame to not see more of it because we've got you know two hours of it or roundabout with you know minus flashbacks because he's not doing the same stuff in those uh broken jesse flashbacks but um i mean we got a good amount of that like seeing what he's learned like i said seeing what he's learned and uh just kind of the next steps for him but i i get everybody's point about like okay you know breaking bad so good and it was good to have it back after you know what 2013 did this uh series finish i think um, I watched like it. That, yeah. I watched it the year after, but it doesn't matter. Um, since like 2013, it's been you know six years, and everybody's happy to have it back, and we want more. But um, yeah, sometimes you need to kind of realize when you've you've got a satisfying concluded story, uh, and I think we can agree that we've had that with this um, in terms of finishing off Jesse's story. But 
yeah, like we've kind of said, I guess repeatedly, there's just not room for anything else. But we do, we, you know, I, I don't want everybody to kind of push better costs all aside because we do still have that to look forward to, and that's going to be at least one more season, if not two, maybe. Um, uh, yeah, I would say they, they've discussed that a little bit before about it maybe being this twenty episode thing, but split ten and ten or whatever. So we're at least going to get maybe ten, maybe twenty episodes or, or something um, with that. So probably finishing what 2021 that will if not a little bit yeah. later um do you know about anything else that vince is doing no i'm just looking that i mean i think because mainly he's been focused on obviously making this and uh also you know he's exec producer writer and director on better call soul so that mm-hmm. kind of keeps him busy so he's been doing that as well so those have been the two things that he has been working on um uh, there's nothing else announced as far as I can see. Was, was, he working on, to it? was he working on some sort of HBO thing at some point? I heard about that once, like two years ago maybe, and then didn't hear anything else about it. Uh, um, I can't remember the name of what it was, but it was some sort of small thing for HBO. Oh, uh, there was a thing that was announced a few years ago about a creating a series about um, 70s cult leader Jim Jones, but that was announced quite a while back. Um, did that ever get released? No, I, don't just... th- I, I think it fell through that. I don't oh. think it's... I mean, unless okay. it's it's still going in the background somewhere, but... Mm-hmm. Um, so do you, do you think he might finish Better Call Saul and then on and do that yeah i mean he seems to be one of those guys that works quite you know doesn't want to juggle a million things at once and Mm -hmm. sort of likes to focus on one thing so i think (laughs) yeah yeah so uh uh, yeah i think um i think he's probably going to be doing this and then you know when he's done with vertical solely i'll have something else kind of mulling over in the background but we'll see what else Mm -hmm. he comes out uh, in terms of me with him, I mean, whatever that thing is next, um, I'll at least have, he, he's at least got my trust with it, considering the great job he's done with, you know, everything Breaking Bad uh, so far. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if there's, a, like, a name for this, I mean, because it's not just Breaking Bad, it is El Camino and Battle Costal. Is there, like, a word for this universe? Because <laughs> we've got things like Arrowverse and the Walking Dead universe and whatever. Um, it's, no, it's just the sort of Breaking Bad verse, isn't yeah, it? Really? Break, breaking Bad universe, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's all like all of it is connected together, so it's it's just you know the, the Breaking Bad stuff. Um, but yeah, and, unless it's something that's completely just like not my taste, something I like completely wouldn't watch. Uh, mm-hmm. He's definitely got my trust for like his his future projects and stuff. I'll at least take interest in like, okay, what is he doing and seeing kind of what those things are. We'll have to wait and see what those are, obviously. But uh, yeah, how, how about you? How do you feel about Vince after everything? Yeah, no, I mean he's done one or two other shows uh he did a thing called battle creek which i never saw which was a sort of buddy cop thing with um mm. justin elm was one of the leads but um I, that. that was uh 2015 he released that mm. and he ran for one season so oh. um was it on he, sci-fi <laughs> uh, yeah no uh, i'm not sure who ran that actually he did air over here um so i mean there was that in 2015 uh he's done a couple of other um, things. I mean, you know, obviously wrote on the X Files many, many years ago. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Uh, wrote the movie Hancock. Um, <laughs> so, so when you think of Hancock and then you think of Breaking Bad, like, okay? Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, he's he's jumped around a lot. So, you know, um, I mean, you know, you don't really think of X Files and Breaking Bad particularly. So, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's done a 
he's done a few different things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I mean, I love what he's created with this world. If he wants to sit down and create something new, I would certainly be interested to take a look at it because I think yeah. he's fabulous and I think he's got a really interesting take on things. So uh, we'll have to see though. Um, I mean, because, yeah, we have obviously a bunch of stuff based on books and comic books and whatnot, and Breaking Bad is, you know, a, a completely original thing that mm. he came up with uh, and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he does. Obviously, we know one of the things is obviously going to be Better Call Saul, because was, he wasn't involved in Season 4 properly, was he? I think it was it was down to, was it Peter Gould, Peter Gould, to do a bit more of that, because he was doing El Camino and whatnot. Uh, yeah, possibly. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Cool. So. Um, but yeah, Breaking Bad still to me remains the, the best thing I've seen on TV. Uh, and it'll yeah. take quite something for in my eyes for something to, to beat that. Um, obviously, we'll see if if something comes out in the next any amount, any amount of time to, to maybe beat that. But uh, yeah, this was a great conclusion to Jesse's story. Of course, we already had the conclusion basically to Breaking Bad with Breaking Bad itself. We'll see what he does with Soul and with Gene and with uh the uh you know him becoming soul and everything and see what happens with because there's still characters on better call soul that we don't really know the fates of yeah uh, in terms of their uh, kim and uh who, who was the the other cartel guy um uh, it, it, it was it was two of those characters and yeah. uh we'll see what happens with those guys obviously well, yeah like i said we still got uh better call soul next year We'll see how all that shakes out. Um, and yeah, got that to look forward to in terms of the next thing of uh, Breaking Bad. So we'll see what he does with that. Um, I think we've said about everything we need to say for this. Uh, it's great that we've got this film and everything. And to see what happens next with everything. So we'll see what happens. Um, cool. So yeah, that's everything with uh, El Camino. Yes. Uh, if, of course, you want to keep up with all the, other, all, all the other stuff that we're doing, of course, we're doing a bunch of stuff at the moment on Entertainment Talk. I obviously read out a bunch of it earlier. Uh, and like I said, you can check out David's uh, Geek Town stuff over on geektown.co.uk and Geek Town Radio on podcast services to see, well, when Better Castle does come back, who's going to be in it and what, whatever. And, of course, all your other TV and film news when those decide to get released. Um, cool. So check all that stuff out. You can, of course, uh, support Entertainment Talk and the podcast. You can find us on Patreon. You can also check out our uh, Amazon affiliate link. You can use that uh, to support us as well. Uh, and, of course, iTunes feeds. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Speaking of iTunes feeds, we are going to be starting uh, coverage of, or well, kind of starting coverage, uh, in a preview sense for uh, West, uh, not Westworld, uh, Watchmen, which is we're going to do on uh, Wednesday. It's going to be starting, well, a week from today on Sunday on HBO. And, of course, Sky Atlantic simulcast on Monday and whatever. Uh, so check out those. So in terms of iTunes feeds, uh, of course, that one's going to be released as well. So look out for that at some point on Wednesday or whenever iTunes decides to put that up. Um, so look out for that. Uh, so yeah, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Tap the subscribe button and then tap on the star rating. That will help us out as well. Uh, of course, word of mouth. I'm sure a bunch of people talking about you know El Camino and uh, Joker and all the other sorts of things that we're covering. So be sure to tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. Uh, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, and if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. Uh, video games, like I said, for Let's Play Sundays. Check those out on Sundays, of course. Uh, and of course, if you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch. Robert streams on Mixer. Look out for Let's Play Sundays. And we'll see you for the next thing that we do. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.